0: Do you know what an elephant never forgets? To kill. No, an elephant never forgets. A friend.
1: That's adorable.
0: No, it's not. It's actually actually a Howie Mandel joke. So in the 90s, Howie Mandel, right? Like weird guy who's on like way too many TV shows now. America's Got Talent, classic. Yeah, no, but back in the 90s, he was a stand-up comic. He wasn't a very good one. He wasn't a very good one. But he had his own cartoon show. And in it, the, the father and uncle were part of the elephant lodge. I guess I could play on the, like.
2: Or the elks or whatever. Yes. Yeah, anyway. the elks. Yeah. yeah.
0: And so the, I remember the saying was, an elephant never forgets a friend. And then they make the, that elephant noise that I can't do.
1: It's the, like. <laughs> but, like, maybe not so much, like, rolling of the lips. <laughs> that just happened. What? anyway
2: no the elephant never forgets to kill us from futurama though i didn't completely make that up just for the right. yeah
1: yeah that is also a great futurama joke well this is not a futurama podcast although that would be fun but this is a pokemon podcast and like these jokes Can we talk about futurama in pokemon <laughs> i wish we could but today on this episode of poke science we are talking about the largest land animal that exists today which oh, is oh wait
0: wait the blue whale
1: i said land i explicitly said land
0: oh um a giant squid
1: the elephant as lucas pointed out on our twitter we've had like four years worth of episodes and we haven't talked about elephants which amazed me i mean there's probably been like one-offs here and there but
0: so to be fair though like remember though when we started the show gen 7 didn't exist Mm -hmm. so we only had like two elephants that's okay fair fair (laughs) We've worked with less, no.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But yes, I think this is going to be a fun one. I think it would be
0: like if we did a whole episode on licky tongue.
1: (laughs) Why not licky tongue, licky, licky? Let's go. (laughs) That's next week. Cue the music. Madison, you have some related science news that you want to talk to us about
0: yeah uh mastodon no woolly mammoth woolly mammoth
1: what's this woolly mammoth news
0: so don i think you said you read it too that there
1: i've i've heard about there's a project
0: to well and we've talked about it before in the show that there are the research phase of the attempts to bring back woolly mammoth because they're close enough related to an elephant that it's feasible so we're now at the stage of funding though Which is a big deal. That like we are getting financial backers for this uh this project. And I thought that was really cool that I mean investors don't give money to something that's gonna fail. So typically, typically you try not to. You try not to. to
2: name a lot of things though. Okay, let me
0: phrase that. Let me phrase that. As an investor, you try not to invest in something that's going to fail. So here's the thing, though. The fact that it's in the funding stage, though, seems like a pretty big, you know, economic signal that this technology is getting farther along. Also, though, it could just be like a Tesla thing, where it's like a red herring because Tesla really doesn't have any of the advances it says it does.
1: It's a it's an interesting step forward in the story, and one that that we I definitely want to cool. keep yeah. an eye
0: on. Don, uh, what, what did you see? May I,
2: may I chime in on it a little bit? Yes, I've never. I would be very happy to be wrong. But logistically, especially going straight to the Mammoth route, I think is flying not too close to the sun. It's flying into the sun. Um, again, if it works, it'd be sweet. But, I mean, like, so a mass, Mammoth, on mass, whatever you want to call them. I mean, they're different. Yeah. Say a Will and Mammoth. It's like two-year gestation period. You can't gestate it in an elephant because they're physiologically different. So you have to make some sort of artificial womb, which is already an insane undertaking.
0: Well, done. Also, are trying to get the Gundam.
2: Anyway, I also have never seen Gundam, other than, like, three toys. Also, just the fact that, I mean, elephants, and by extension, like, that whole group, they're very social creatures. So even if we did it, even if it was done, and they pulled it off, it would be a hairy elephant. It wouldn't behave, act, or know how to be a woolly mammoth. And it would have to be alone and go insane, or be kept with elephants, which don't have the same temperature
1: tolerance. And they also the elephants themselves might not accept it as one of their own. Yes. Yeah.
0: Oh no, I think I think this is going to be a huge disaster by far.
1: <laughs> but it's a but it's a cool thing to keep an eye on. No, Lucas actually did a really good lecture about this. I think he, the episode was called "Cafossil Failure."
0: Well, mm-hmm. and we we talked about it when we interviewed um, the um... common descent. Yes, thank you.
1: No, it's it's definitely a, a cool, uh, interesting one to, to keep an eye on. Don, did you have another bit of science to talk about? Um, I don't think so, actually.
0: I have one. The, the U.S. Uh, wish uh, U.S. wish U.S. Fish and Wildlife added a bunch of animals to the extinct list. Oh
1: yeah, I saw that. I
2: mean, and I, I was, I will, I'm pretty sure I saw a stat the other day that there's been more sightings of Sasquatch than the I Rebuild woodpecker in the last like 30 years. Yeah. Because I know a lot of people were holding on to that one, but um, I do think it's... Well, I
0: yeah, it's really frustrating. What was the bird from Hawaii? Because I got to hear the call from the bird from Hawaii, and it was really pretty.
2: Well, invasive species are bad.
0: I know. Well, and people.
2: Well, yeah, but that's kind of how the invasive species get there as well.
1: Well, maybe if the mammoth thing works out, <laughs> we can figure it out for other stuff. But we could also just try to not let things go extinct.
2: That would probably be the ideal. I have actually heard the argument against the whole de-extinction process that if it becomes more feasible, then there'll be less of a drive to conserve existing species.
1: Oh, interesting point. Well, 100% shifting degrees. Let's talk about some Pokemon news. We got another new Pokemon for uh, Legends Arceus announced, the Noble Pokemon Cleaver. I like him maddie what are your thoughts on cleaver
0: so lila liked it so i like it
1: okay that's fair enough don <laughs> what do you like about cleaver
2: i like bug types as a whole so like that's kind of a bonus um i do think it's definitely like scyther favoritism over pincer who's definitely just gets wronged honestly by game freak a lot <laughs>
1: this is, why is pincer just like Wait, chilling to,
0: there to, to be fair though like pincer also sucks
1: maybe if it had cool evolutions it would suck less
2: actually yeah that
0: but scyther is amazing and scissors amazing so like scyther's amazing without being scissor
2: they gave they gave it better abilities they've consistently given scyther better tools
0: but yeah cuz more people like it
2: it's favoritism anyway they could have given pincer a bega better mega yeah. better mega evolution it should have been could have been bug fighting
1: I like the idea of putting random objects on Scyther's hands and seeing what we come out with. <laughs> Scyther with <was Yeah>. guns.
0: <laughs> Scyther with two Tommy guns. That's what I want to see. It
1: just looks so metal, done. Like, you say there's a lot of Pokemon that look metal. This thing is... It's sweet. It's actually, so sweet. It's the opposite of looking metal. But... Uh... No, and also, Bug Rock is an interesting typing. Because is Crestle the only Bug Rock? I thought no, so. No,
2: it it's the Cressel no, there's Cressle, Anorithh, Line, and Shuckle.
1: Oh yeah, Anorithh. I always forget Anorithh. But Bug Rock is an interesting typing.
2: It is. So, I mean, resistance-wise, it has a lot to be desired. It only resists, like, I think, Poison and Bug. So that's not ideal. It doesn't have many weaknesses, though, which is nice. It is weak, to, though, to, you know, Water, which is a very good typing, and Steel, which is a very good typing. Um, But it's, it's pretty neutral. I do think it would be cool if we had, like, a Fast one. Oh, it's also weak to Rock. Um, another very bad type to be weak too, but I do think it would be cool if we had. And it would look very fast, and it's. Uh,
0: yeah, but wait, wait! Its speed's going to be like seventy.
2: <laughs> maybe, I'm hoping it's going to actually be fast. I mean, the speed in shows and anime doesn't never correlate to the game, but we don't really have a fast bug rock, and I think it would be kind of cool to have a speedy one.
0: Well, also, like having a speedy rock type would be kick ass.
2: I mean, we have just in I mean, general. We got, yeah, I mean, there's a few of those right now. Can always use more. Yeah. Yes.
0: But I think I think the speedy rock type giving it the bug also like like I, I don't know. I think it'd be cool to see how if it has a really good uh ability, you know, how it plays out in the meta.
2: I wouldn't be surprised if they gave it technician. Scyther and Scizor both get it.
0: Oh no, it's gonna get technician. The the question is what's the other ability?
2: <laughs> well yeah. Well unless it doesn't get tech I mean axes are a little less technical, I feel like, than the clamps. And cool swords
0: i don't know have you ever tried throwing axes actually yeah i feel like that's pretty technical
1: you pr- and i assume you've probably done it with the, the beer the the axe bar situation of course
2: i'm not I, I i will take a moment and say i'm pretty good <laughs> <laughs> and it's just not, it does not does not surprise me one bit. yeah i don't think it's throwing its arms though it's it's hacking it's a hack and slasher which you know I what Gimli, a lot.
0: Gimli would argue that it's a lot of technical work I'm not saying it's not technical.
2: I'm saying maybe they'll go like Shear Force or something like that.
0: Ooh, can they give it Technician and Shear Force?
2: I mean, as the two options?
0: Yeah, that'd be cool.
2: It would would, would just be super move pool reliant. I could see that going really well or really badly.
0: Well, but like Scyther already has a really good move pool.
2: It's got no rock moves.
0: It would have, no, no, but what I'm saying is it would have a good pre Evo move pool. And then in addition to whatever else it knew
2: it would get. It does for as long as you go technician, it doesn't like, it wouldn't have anything that really uses sheer force. Well, and in this theoretical where those are the, abilities. yeah, no, that's fair. So I, I feel like those two abilities are both super good, but they might not be good on the same mon, unless it's got an insane move pool,
1: but they love Scyther. So it'll probably have, they do love
2: movepool. Scyther. Anyway, I like, I like its design a lot. I think it's going to be cool. Yeah. I hope it's good.
0: Honestly, like, like I am so happy that this game is bringing in so many cool new Pokemon.
1: We're probably gonna get more in a month or so because they're gonna keep the hype going until oh, January. Yeah.
0: Well, i I would assume that over the next few weeks they're gonna start hyping Diamond and Pearl.
1: Probably. Do you realize last week is the one year anniversary of that that live stream they did for the Gal- Galarian Ponyta?
0: Yes. <laughs> Was
1: that the was dumbest, the greatest troll was in the, the world the dumbest
0: thing ever and i watched all of it or sorry i guess the two-year anniversary no other. yeah two but years yeah. ago i was gonna say wait yeah i, I know what building i was at yeah <laughs> we all just sat and
1: watched the live stream of i i left it world.
0: chris i kid you not i left it playing while i was working
1: <laughs> oh what a time to be alive oh there's an impotent uh, guys. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, in, in the other news, we have a, a, a small bit of news, but we have Dusclops Community Day uh, this weekend on Saturday, Spooky Boy uh, Community Day. It's going to get Shadow Ball and it's still a glass cannon and Gengar's better, so it's not really going to do much.
2: Wait, how is Dusclops a glass cannon in Pokemon Go?
1: No, Dusk Noir.
2: Okay. Only,
1: only Dusk Noir gets Shadow Ball.
2: Okay. It's, I feel like maybe it's less bulky than I think it is because I was thinking of it's, I'm so used to Eviolite on Dusclops.
1: Yeah. I thought it was been, pretty fat.
0: Eviolite light Dusclops is good. Um, Dust Noir is not as bulky as the Eviolite Dusclops. Like, I assume so. But like not even, close, like, not even close though. It's not even like. A-
2: I understand. I know. I'm looking at the stats now.
1: The, and the at least the problem in Pokemon Go, too, is that the move pool is going to be almost identical to Cofagrigus. And Cofagrigus
2: it actually has it. excellent defenses. Its HP is just trash, and that's the problem.
0: Okay. let's. You ready to move on to elephants?
1: We have one more. We have a big one. We have uh, Play Play Pokemon announced that uh, at least we'll see how it comes up. But the intention is to start Play Pokemon in 2022, which, if it happens, is exciting news. And they're bringing Pokemon Go formally into the Play Pokemon uh,
0: circuit.
2: That is honestly really exciting. I think that's going to be huge.
0: I... So you guys... See, so here's my thing. Nintendo is essentially risking their tournaments on a third party. I just wonder how that's going to go.
1: Well, did you watch when they had it at the World Championship in 2019, when the championship had to, like... The battles had to be stopped and restarted? Yes. Because yeah. of, like...
2: Yeah, I was, I was there.
1: <laughs> the 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 it, the lag is better than it was in 2019, but it's still a thing. So well, that's what I'm
0: saying. Like I I can't imagine because here's here's the other issue when we're playing Pokemon, like both of our switches are essentially operating at the same ability, though, right? There's going to be more variability amongst phones than there is like switches.
1: At worlds, they were all playing on the same iPads, but oh, were obviously, they? Not gonna, yeah, oh. yeah. But I don't think I don't think that will be the same at like individual tournaments and all that no i wouldn't imagine
0: they can afford that
1: (laughs) at the formal ones i think that would be less of an issue but you have to get there but we'll have to see how it goes i think that's exciting to kind of get things up and up and running obviously with safe and precaution or safe precautionary measures put in place
0: i'd rather see pokemon snap
1: tournaments (laughs) i would dominate this is my calling all right all right Let's, uh, let's wrap up the news section and let's get into our topic so we can talk about some elephants. Yeah. All right. So moving into the subject matter, we're talking elephants today. And I'm a little sad that Lucas couldn't be here, but maybe in a couple months he'll be back in the flow of these things with us regularly. But elephants. So elephant interesty. Wow. Thank you for that noise. That really saved my stumble. Elephant ancestry spans <laughs> over 55 million years. Uh, when you look at proboscideans, in order uh, that elephants are currently the only surviving species of. Now that group includes things you probably are familiar with that we've, I mean, we talked about them like 10 minutes or five minutes ago, woolly mammoths and mastodons, but modern elephants are actually divided up into three different species. There's the Asian elephant, the African forest
0: elephant, and the African bush elephant. Like just a few thousand years ago, there was several other species, though, right? Yes. Like in the past thousands of years, like we've had multiple other species.
2: No, you're right. There was um. There's one on the extinct.
0: islands in the Pacific. There was one. In, there was one in Europe, right? But I mean, like a lot of them, like went extinct the past like several thousand years, like not. There was a like, North African made. elephant
2: that the Romans, I think, contributed to the extinction of. But that might have been a. I think that was more of a subspecies, though.
1: It has not been a great uh time for elephants species and subspecies as we'll as we'll talk about
0: well, dynasty uh, warriors taught me that but,
1: <laughs> but the uh we we mentioned it was the largest land animal at the at the open of this episode, and that would actually be the African bush elephant, which stands up to about thirteen feet and weighs around eleven tons.
0: Those are the ones that you see more most often at zoos, I think so, yeah.
1: Yeah. I I
2: is
0: it? I thought so. I
2: I've heard before that a lot of zoos use the Asian cuz they're a little smaller and like more manageable. No, I might be. No, I mean off.
0: I mean like when you see the African ones it, it's that one.
2: Oh yeah 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 yeah. Oh, yes.
0: So yeah. the
1: uh the African bush elephant is the largest and then the uh African forest is a little bit smaller and one of the and they're both of them are bigger than the Asian elephants. Yes. And then one of the main differences between them is The Asian elephants, typically only the males have tusks. Yes. Females sometimes do, but in the African species, both male and females have tusks.
0: I'm trying to remember. I think it's Toledo had Asian elephants. That was the first time I've seen them.
1: Oh, and African elephants have the really big ears too.
0: Yeah, they they look like Africa.
2: And the Asian elephant's ears kind of look like Asia if you squint a bit. (laughs)
1: Try it. I'm not
2: wrong.
0: I love you.
1: (laughs) Speaking of the, the attributes that people think about with elephants, the obvious one is the tusks, which are actually their teeth that have just grown really far out of their mouth.
0: They need to floss.
1: Oh, that's what's saving me from growing tusks? Actually, that's not true because I don't floss. <laughs> Ew. I'm bad at it. My dentist just yelled at me today. Uh, I brush, whatever. Uh, now, tusks can be used for lot lots of varying things. They can use them to dig, defense, stripping bark... Lifting objects are in one of the more important aspects, protecting the elephant's other important tool, which is its trunk. And the trunk is kind of wild if you think about it from like how in evolutionary aspects where it's just Isn't kind it of Isn't it
0: just like a large lip?
1: It's like it's like the upper lip and the nose kind of like fuse together. Okay.
2: Yeah, it's the it's yeah, it's the upper lip and the nose. Um got it. Yep, yeah, and the trunk contains um unless maybe you have this in the show notes, um, it's like over forty thousand muscle groups
0: yeah
2: which is wild
0: isn't it like one of the more complex biostructures because of those muscle groups
2: it's pretty complex yeah Yeah. it's also got um it can lift like over i've heard like over 700 pounds i've heard conflicting things because then you get into like the elephant also you know using the rest of its elephant-ness to lift way more things
1: not just like a straight trunk lift
2: right i have seen some i i I would imagine if you're measuring the strength they'd have to like curl something with it you know (laughs) Can,
0: can, can we imagine the elephants doing lifts do do you even lift elephant?
2: Yeah, they probably do, actually.
0: <laughs> well, they can, like, pick up, like, small things with it, too, right?
2: Yeah, they're very dexterous. I think the Asian elephant trunk has, like, one little finger sort of protuberance, and I think yeah. the African has two, right?
0: I thought so. At the tips, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, at the tips. So, like, I, I think so.
1: And then they also can use their trunks for... Spraying themselves down with water. I think they can, I saw they can store up to two gallons of water in their trunk at, at a given moment. I believe it. But they can either squirt it in their mouth or they can use it to coat themselves, uh, and cool themselves off. They also do that with dirt to kind of protect themselves from the sun
2: and from flies.
0: So, 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 Chris, now that you have two people who just comment, can I just say though, um, I will let you know about the little uh, node thing, the little finger things. Mm-hmm. Um, I promised Haley, and I'm gonna have to pay up eventually, because she's like three and a half and won't potty trained. That when she would pot, then when she potty trains, I will pay for us to go meet elephants at the Columbus Zoo. That's a that's a good incentive. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she says she wants to do it, but then like she's always like, yeah, I don't care to use the toilet today. <laughs>
1: she'll get she'll get there
0: i know and eventually i'm gonna have to pay up so i will let you know how it goes (laughs) and then you can check on their trunks can i see the trunk yeah we get to go there for like their feeding and bathing or something no
1: that's cool that'd be fun that would that would get me to use the bathroom (laughs) if i if i use the bathroom will you take me to see elephants we just went off on a tangent all right Uh, back to elephants <laughs> so I know Lucas has talked about keystone species a lot on the podcast and elephants are definitely uh, a keystone species for their uh, for their environments Oh they do everything from digging up dry riverbeds in the seasons with their tusks they eat trees and shrubs that might choke out grass on the savannas so they help you know shape that moving through the forest they create pathways for other uh, smaller animals. Even their footprints create areas where standing water can exist for things like tadpoles. They they have a massive massive impact on their even their poop, right? Yes, yes. They uh their poop. Well, they poop a lot. Maddie, you've talked about the economics. Yeah, yeah, we
0: did when we were at colossal.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, but they poop a lot, and their poop has a lot of seeds in it, and so the economic around...
0: cost of cleaning up elephant poop
1: but walking around pooping everywhere, pooping those seeds, that's going to that's going to have a pretty big impact cuz oh god, I forget. Don, do you know how much they poop?
2: And only so yeah, so only 45% of an elephant's diet cuz it's lots of like woody plants is fully utilized. Oh god. So 55% of their like oh so like the poop is very still rich in like there's nutrients. Yeah. Yeah. So it makes a lot of it biologically available to like forest critters or not forest critters i'm um, like ground dwelling like maybe invertebrates stuff like that that are on like the forest floor the savanna floor there have been several species of there's um killifish in africa that are like um they're like a very small species there's a lot of really cool species uh, of them um there are certain species that are annual where their eggs have to go through a complete drying period um and then they hatch out when it's like flooded in the rainy season elephants um are like a key habitat provider of those guys specifically Oh, because like temporary pools are their whole deal.
1: Yeah, yeah, with yeah, gotcha. Okay, it's important to note their impact on the environment because all three are are endangered. Uh, with the African forest elephants, are actually critically endangered. Poaching is obviously the biggest threat to them. They're hunted for their tusks, but all, obviously loss of habitat is another another issue as human expansion is a thing.
0: You know, you know, we watched last year, Chris. What we rented so um, Cleveland International Film Festival has like a big thing, and they did it. They did it streaming last year because COVID, and we watched this movie about um, last fall about um, elephants. God, was it in South Africa, where they're, they're like moving into communities. Because of, like, the human, like, the destruction of habitat.
2: I've seen a few, yeah.
0: As they lose their homes, they're like, well, where else do we go? And so, like, they'll come invade, like, entire, like, suburbs. And be like, well, you got a pool here. We're all going to just drink it. Yeah. And so, like, a couple of them, like, they get really – they're really smart animals, too. And -hmm. so they'll, they'll, like, figure out how to turn on the water or – Are you talking
2: about the ones that got drunk?
0: No, that was in Asia. Yes. Yeah, that was in Asia. I only know that because of, oh, wait, wait, don't tell me. Sorry, I'm not a nerd. I mean, I'm on this show. You all knew it.
2: Oh, um, about the, uh, also the elephants in the integrating uh, communities thing. Do you know about the, uh, I do not know if the, I haven't seen this, but I've seen like similar things about it. Did they talk about the, uh, like the bee noise box things? No. Okay. So I guess this is the thing they've tested. I think it's more in rural areas where it's trying to keep them out of like crop fields. Okay. So elephants really don't like bees. Because um, bees oh. can go, like, sting the inside of their trunk and ears and stuff. Oh, so, like, they're yeah. really not a fan.
0: Well, who would be?
2: <laughs> so, like, elephants will avoid bees. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, nothing re- other than things that eat them. But anyway, so elephants really don't like bees. So they found that putting, like, um just, like, really crappy, um like, boombox sort of things along, like, fence rows, playing, like, bees buzzing sounds.
0: I do remember um, that, actually. I do remember will, that. Will, like,
2: help repel the elephants because they yeah. really don't like bees which if you think about being an elephant walking around all day like knocking over trees and then every now and then you've got to just knock over like a beehive tree
1: yeah not good not a good time lucas talked about in how to unendanger your raichu the international union for conservation of nature and the work that they do to classify endangered species and he mentioned that one of the most important aspects of doing this is because it's not a one-size-fits-all situation where you know things that you do for one animal is not the same you do for another. And what's important to note in the case of elephants is that 2021 is the first time that they recognized two separate species of the African elephants. Which the 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 recognition of two separate species of African elephants is actually a very recent, recent yeah. thing. But it's important because you know, just looking at it logically, the tactics you'd use for an elephant that lives in the forest would not be the same that you do for one that's on the savannah, right?
2: Correct. Yeah. That was definitely, um I mean obviously in like probably ways to dissuade poaching as well as just um like habitat conservation and stuff. I feel like forest elephants probably a lot more vulnerable as well to uh like you know invasive plant species taking over like the native plant stuff like that and just human encroachment since like they're um I'm trying to get the right. Way. They're almost more predictable I would imagine since they have their pre like trails done in the woods or in the forest.
1: That's all I've got for elephants. Do you all have anything you want to add? Let's jump into the Pokemon at this point. We're starting with the original elephant Pokemon. Everyone's favorite cute little one, Fanby and Donphan.
2: I I don't know about you guys, but the first time I ever saw Dan, Donphan or either any of them was in the, uh, I think it's Pokemon the movie two thousand, or maybe it's the one before that with the. No, it's the. I think it's, in it's the first the, one, right?
1: It's one, no, no, it's the one with Lugia, isn't
0: it? No, it's the first movie ever. It's the
2: very first one. It's like the prequel part when yeah. Ash battles that dude.
0: No.
2: Really, it's is it a girl who has the? I no, know who it's, has a the it's a guy. It's
0: who a looks, guy. It's a guy. He looks like a pirate. Oh, you
2: are, I, You know who I'm imagining? I'm thinking of um, of the girl with Entei and the unknowns, and then in the third one.
0: No, she has Fampy. She has Fampy.
2: That's yeah. She has fan. Yeah. So, but the first one, the guy's a Don. I don't think we even knew what Don Fan was at the time.
0: So they introduced Don Fan and Meryl in that movie.
2: Yeah,
0: and, and oh, See, I and just remember Subble.
1: everyone going bananas over Meryl.
0: Uh, because Meryl's adorable.
2: Me and my friend were like had heated debates if like Don Fan was in the previous like game that, and if there was some way to find it or not because this was pre like googleable or anything like that. Yeah, we're like under
1: the truck
0: with Mew.
2: Yeah. We're like we're we're like oh well clearly it's got to be way in the safari zone. We just need to figure out how to get far enough with the yeah. step limit.
0: Okay, back to Donphan. <laughs>
1: yeah, back to Don. So I I think that Donphan uh in particular draws from African elephants because in its emerald pokédex entry it talks about how it uses its ears to cool itself down. And that's something that African elephants are able to do because they have those larger ears than the Asian elephants, they flap them, and it sort of radiates the heat off of them. It's somewhere I think I saw it can fluctuate the temperature of their bodies by about ten degrees by doing that, which is a very handy in a very hot continent.
2: Oh yeah, no, it's um yeah, it's like we see that with certain other animals in very hot climates, um jackrabbits, things like that. They have like very large ears that they can like diffuse with blood and kind of fan them around and try to get that get to cool down. Which especially in an animal is as like just dense, I guess would be a word. Is an elephant like that's a lot of internal body heat. Like that's a very thick animal.
1: Is it the the act of like air generation circulation, or is it like actually like cooling blood in their their ears it's that kind cooling of? Cooling the them. blood
2: in the ears and circulating back through their body. That's
1: a lot of blood to to get cooled down and moved around.
2: Ex- yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, there's a lot to them.
1: Yeah. The other interesting bit that I uh, that I picked up on for for Fampy is that it talked about how it uses its trunk as a sign of affection if it doesn't like wallop you halfway across the building. But elephants use their trunks for for social reasons too to communicate.
2: Yeah, I, I was saying I was going to mention if you haven't seen the video of I think it was it looked like an Asian elephant um just sort of backhands a dude
1: in a friendly way or in like no, 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 no. I think the guy
2: went to pick up like a palm frond and the elephant didn't like that.
1: Oh no. <laughs> But it
2: shows how incredibly strong they are with no sort of like wind-up or anything going into it.
1: That's just trunk strength. Exactly. Don fan reminds me of another aspect of the human-elephant relationship in history, which is war elephants.
0: Yeah, as I just said, Dynasty Warriors. Yeah, well, so you I actually... play just, that game?
1: I did play Dynasty Warriors.
2: I, have pl- I think I played, like, two, maybe? I don't remember War Elephants. So in, in
0: Dynasty Warriors 3, I that was the first one I had. And I know that you could get the war elephant as your mount mm-hmm. and you could ride this gigantic ass elephant into Babel.
1: Yes. It and was I heavy.
0: loved it. I loved it.
1: Um, totally it worth, also,
0: worth all the hours.
1: <laughs> like looking into this, I also discovered my new favorite word, which is the elephantry.
0: Yes.
2: Oh yes. So,
1: so elephants were first tamed for agricultural purposes Around 2000 BC in the Indus Valley civilization, I think I saw that the reference first reference to them being used for combat is a few hundred years after that. So it took a couple took a couple hundred years for people to be like, oh wait, we can use this to fight people.
0: <laughs> wait, this thing's gigantic.
1: Yeah, uh, but they, you know, obviously you're using them for their size, so you you use that to sort of break ranks, charge kind of get into the middle of your opponent's formation and just kind of wreck havoc they were often outfitted with armor metal balls swords uh, on their tusks and they had these howdas, the kind of like huts or or things that are on the back uh that could carry both the mahout who is the essentially the driver and archers that could be up there and have a vantage point to kind of rain arrows across the battlefield. So
2: as seen in the documentary Lord of the Rings, the two towers,
0: I was going to make that joke.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Legolas favorite elephant. It
0: still counts for one.
1: <laughs> there was, I think I, I think I was reading, there was uh, Alexander the great, when he was fighting Persia came up on one of the armies and they just had an elephant tree, like in the heart, like these elephants were typically like in the center of the, of the formations. And he was just like, I need those. He beat the army. <laughs> And then took their elephants and then used the elephants. Obviously, there's a huge intimidation factor in this, especially if you're
0: dealing with people who may not have seen an elephant before. Well, that was the whole thing that like people like who've never seen them are like, like, what is this?
2: Yeah. Do you know about the war pigs and the elephants?
1: What 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 about the pigs, Don?
2: So elephants, as we know, are very big and strong and they're very intelligent. But and they don't like, but also like they don't like being surprised. And they don't like, like, the elephants will panic. And um, that's been sort of the way in um a lot of historical wars that that would end up being, like, the best way to deal with an elephant. Because if you make an elephant turn and run, it's now running through your enemy's troops. So there was a, uh, well, one of it was Pliny the Elder, who had some questionable. Uh,
1: <laughs> some questionable.
2: Yeah, but there have been some, some various accounts of um, Romans using uh, flaming pigs. Um, Like, setting pigs on fire and sending them running into the enemy lines. um, And the screaming, flaming pigs um, upset the elephants a whole lot. So the elephants uh, ran out of there. Um, You know, turned quick 180, charged through the opposing ranks. um, And apparently later on, um, this made some mahouts keep a swine with their elephants to teach the animals about pigs. Oh. Yeah. And apparently there's a Roman bronze coin um, that shows an elephant on one side and a pig on the other. But I yep. don't think the pig is on fire on the coin.
1: Uh, Donor Madison, do you have any thoughts as to why Don fin and Fanby get poison moves?
2: I would imagine the elephant's rooting around in the mud. And then if they stab you, um, that could be dirty.
1: I was more so going with the war elephant theme and maybe poisoning the blades.
0: Oh, that makes sense.
1: I
2: believe it. They'd armor
1: them and stuff. Because, I mean, uh doesn't... Uh... Yeah,
0: they probably applied poison to the tusks.
2: Do you do you really need do you really need to poison it though?
0: Yeah, you do. It's an
2: elephant
1: sword. I feel like if you got hit with the elephant sword, poison is the last of your worries at that point.
0: But but like it's kind of like the insurance to make sure that you don't get back up. You're flying like 20 feet in the air. Huh, did I just get poisoned? Uh, but like also like you want to make sure they don't get back up.
2: Unless you do, then they go back and tell the stories about your freak monsters that you set on everybody.
0: <laughs> okay, let's talk about the next one.
1: Yes, you actually, uh, you talked about caparaja uh, in the birthday episode, right,
0: Maddie? I don't remember if it was me. <laughs> okay. Well, yes, we did. We did. We did talk. Wait, about was kaparaja. it you, Don, Don? Was it you? No,
2: I said it wasn't me. <laughs> oh. Okay. I was saying I
1: did
0: not. I think. Oh, yeah. No, because I talked about um, Ganesh, right? Yes. Yes, you did. Yeah.
1: Q found coparaja, the the newest elephants added into the game. Uh, the other side of the human elephant relation we have elephants being used for manual labor uh, because they're so big and strong Uh, but they can do anything from lifting hauling logs pulling loads people like using them because as we've talked about they're very smart i think i saw they can memorize up to around like 30 different tasks and they can get into deep water situations and be more reliable than machinery in those instances there's also i think it's called black ivory coffee but there is coffee that is the beans that run through the digestive tract of the elephant and then yes there out. is
2: i looked at it is black ivory because there's also the one that uses the civets
1: yes so we I, I knew about the civets one i did not know about the elephant coffee
2: i didn't either i'm at their i'm at the their website's very nice um it's got tasteful fade-in and fade-out pictures of elephants and people. So that seems very nice. Is it
1: photos of elephants pooping?
2: Not initially.
1: <laughs> you have to dig on the site for that.
2: We'll click on harvesting process, though. That'll tell us.
1: Obviously, with or humans and animals and labor, there is the potential for animal abuse in these situations. And so elephants are protected in the uh, Prevention of Cruelty to Animals Act. I think currently... It's like there's five thousand elephants that do that are like in labor currently in the world. It's not a lot because technology and such has advanced so far, but they are still used today for for manual labor in foreign countries. Uh, I guess we'll move into the the last elephant-like Pokemon. I guess we can call this episode the Probocidian episode. But we have swine Silver, right, Don?
2: Uh, Mamo wasn't until Gen 4, no, but yeah, Gen Swin- 4. Uh, Swinub and Pillow Swine. Which, Pillow Swine's very, I mean, it's very pig as well. All of them are very pig. Yeah, Pillow really Swine uh, feels trunk.
0: more, I mean, because it even has this swine in it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But so is Mamo Swine.
0: But it also has Mamo in it.
2: Which just means big, right?
0: Well, but it's like Mammoth Swine.
2: Yeah, I know, I'm just saying they both had swine.
1: You talked about how pigs and elephants were friends in war.
2: Well, they No, they, one was set on fire and sent it the
1: other one. You said they sometimes kept them together so that they wouldn't be scared of them. Oh, yeah. I, I think Mamo is particularly, like, it's drawing from the woolly mammoth, especially talking about how it went extinct. I think in the decks it says it went extinct about 10,000 years ago, which is about roughly when mammoths went extinct in our world, right?
2: Yeah, for the most part there was. I'm trying to find the date, Matt. Did you know the date on the Bering Sea mammoths? No. I think they might have been the last one. There was also like a small one, um, on like Isla Flores. So um there's there is a mammoth sample from Saint Paul, which is up the in the Bering Sea. Um it dates to like seventy, nine hundred years ago. Um okay. which is a pretty big jump.
1: Can we mention how terrifying the story is in the Pokedex about the mammoth swine that was found encased in ice and when they thawed it? It came, like, it woke up.
2: Um, oh, ice does resist ice.
0: Ew. It's like a bad episode of Johnny Quest.
2: Oh my god, that's, that show takes me back.
1: <laughs> I, a question about Swinub and Piloswine, though, for you. Because they obviously came in in earlier games than Mamoswine. Could they learn Ancient Power in, the, in their first game?
0: That, that move didn't exist, I thought. I thought it
1: was in Gen 2.
0: I don't think so. I thought it was Gen 3.
1: Gen 3 would still be before Gen 4.
2: Gen 2. Oh,
0: okay. okay. Never mind. Because
2: I know I thought the Fossilmons had it in Gen 2. Yeah, it's all the Fossilmons, Lugia, Ho-Oh, Celebi, and Corsola.
0: So oh, that's right. could
1: have existed in its original game if they had created it as a company
2: yet. Oh, sorry, but Swinub and them could not... Wait, maybe they could get it through breeding. No, they could... not Yes, they could get it through breeding in the first game. But okay. Chris,
0: yes, Mammoth Swine couldn't have been in Gen 2. Because Gen 4 was just rehashing old Pokemon. And then Gen 4 wouldn't have existed.
1: <laughs> You're right. You're absolutely right. They've been doing it for 20 years.
0: Well, but like at least Gen 5 was 150 new Mons.
1: I mean, I'm not complaining. Mammoth Swine's cool. I'm glad we got Mammoth Swine.
0: I mean, Gen 4 gave us Leafeon, who I love. It's not useful, but I love it. And it gave me Glyssor.
1: It
2: also... Hey, we also got our... um, We got... Gallade...
0: Also game we got the...
2: Porygon
1: Z. Yeah,
2: everything else is irrelevant.
1: They actually did a lot, and there were a lot of really good Mons in Gen Four. From are like... they? Are they though? Are they really? I mean, good? they are really good. They're cool. Maybe not like you know good use in battle, but like there's some staples there. Uh, wrapping up this one, the last the last thoughts that I had on Mammoth Swine, which was the. A thought I had for why there's that swine, elephant, mammoth tie, uh, is because they used to be grouped together under a term called pachyderm, um, which is now viewed as obsolete.
2: Yeah, pachyderm just meant like thick-skinned in Greek, I think.
1: Yes. So there's a it's a, there's a the word is polyphyletic, which basically is grouping animals based on what you think is a shared characteristics, but it's just not like that it didn't come from the same um it's more convergent evolution than shared ancestry yeah um uh, but under pachyderm you had things like what hippos rhinos
2: elephants probably i would imagine if they knew about tapirs they'd slap them in there too tapirs
1: are in there i think pigs
2: which no one send us angry fan mail uh munomushan are tapirs they're not elephants
1: uh but that's that's where i kind of saw the link but or some some form of link between that the the swine aspects and the elephant aspects of it uh, in this case.
0: They just really wanted another elephant and didn't have anything to add it on to. <laughs> this is good enough. Uh, I mean, they're but, like, well, we could make probe an elephant, but... <laughs> no, we just give him a mustache and call it a day.
2: I th- he's like one of the magnets with the little things on it.
0: No, you know what he is? Did you guys ever go, like... Um,
2: pre- it, I thought he was like a magnet. No, his, was it the... woolly
0: willie or whatever? Yeah, you like yeah,
2: yeah, that's yeah. about the little the like the iron shavings. That's a hundred percent what he is.
0: When are we? When are we gonna get the ability to move Probopass's like magnetic shavings?
2: I feel like that would have been a fun Easter egg. Which was was which was the yeah. game where you could like Pedalman stuff in the little Poké Park thing. That would have been like the perfect little Easter egg where if you used your stylus to play with Probopass, you could like move his mustache.
1: <laughs> give,
2: him, give someone him test him, that if give not him game for.
1: Nobody did it. You can actually do it. And Game Freak's just like, we put so much work Because nobody this.
0: likes it. Nobody likes it. It's terrifying. It, it's like the molester Pokemon. All
1: right. We're going to wrap this episode up now. So we're just going to move on to the close. <laughs> all right, everyone. Uh, I think we all just want to take a minute to... Thank you all again for the support. We've had some incredible support for the past two episodes. Um, we actually broke our first week record for an in, for an individual episode with our birthday one, with over two thousand in the first week, which was yeah. Awesome it, got, to see. it got
0: pretty high pretty quick.
1: Yeah, and then Lucas's lecture also had more lists or downloads than any of his other lectures that he's done. So we've had some incredible support from you all. And we thank you so much for that. And we want to keep it going. We want to keep growing. So keep sharing.
0: And the don't forget, don't forget, reach out to Science Friday and let them know that you want us to be
1: the alive. shameless plug. Uh,
0: yeah, please, but- please. I will love you all forever. And if you do that and you're the reason we get picked, I don't know what I will send you, but something.
1: You'll, you'll go to the zoo with the elephants with them.
0: Uh, <gasps> yeah. Do you want to come to the, <laughs> the elephant zoo? Come come meet elephants with me and Haley.
1: (laughs) If you could share our podcast with some of your friends who also like Pokemon, like science, like the two converging, share it, talk about it, uh, leave us a review. Those are all wonderful ways that you can help support the show and and kind of help us grow. We're here uh, for you all.
0: All of you Patreon supporters are amazing, and thank you. You guys pay for this show to exist.
1: If you want to uh, contribute to the show as a Patreon, that uh, link is always as always is in the show notes. And we appreciate and love all of our Patreons.
2: Absolutely. Thank you guys.
1: One final thing I wanted to mention is that we are actually as a team going to be doing our own little spooky tournament uh, in honor of the season. So we've set up our own rules where we're the four of us are going to build our own teams and play each other. And we're, the rules are that they the teams can only be made up of ghost types, dark types, bug types, and bats. Uh, we are following the current rules, so we each get one restricted. And we're uh, Don is laying out uh, the logistics of it, but we're going to try to uh, stream our games against each other in the coming weeks. So we'll have some more information, so be sure to check us out on social media, on Twitter. We'll be sharing some more info about that. It should be a lot of fun hope some of you can come out and watch it and we hope to see you all there but on that note i think we'll just wrap this one up and uh we'll move on to the next one i think we're gonna get a little spooky in our next episode so get ready i'm wait, excited
0: wait are we gonna talk about trickle down economics
1: <laughs> that was that's the best elephant noise you've made I'll show.
2: all show i right. thought that was noise. <laughs>
1: all right we'll catch you next time thank you so much for listening have a wonderful day or night bye
2: bye everybody